Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, hello. Hello. Welcome to another mini-sode of Shocking, Lurid Tawdry, A History of American Scandal. I'm Mark Pikert. And I'm Casey Howe. And if you are assuming that we are doing these because we're both incredibly lazy and don't want to keep researching our own scandals, you are partially correct. Partially. Partially correct. We also want to bring you fun content. You know, some stuff that's that's a little more, uh, you know, today's issues. Yes. And we are just going to rely on other people to do the work for us. And so that is why we are recording uh, rather abruptly because (laughs) both of us watched all three episodes of HBO Max's The Way Down Yes, about Gwen Shamblin and the Remnant Church. Yes. The Remnant Fellowship. Church of Tennessee. Which I am just going to dive in. Calling your church remnant is scary. Yeah, it doesn't have a good like context in my mind, you know, like remnant. And I think it's because of the bear. Like, I think that, um, you know, seeing Leonardo DiCaprio mauled by a bear, even though that's called the revenant. And I realize that. But I still always think remnant every time. Every time. Yeah, every time. Also, so, have been calling it the, I've been calling it the Revenant Church. And I'm like, nope, that's nope, Leo's nope. Oscar-winning role. <laughs> uh, yes. So, but no, the Remnant, I mean, all, it, like it doesn't instill a lot of hope in general. Like Remnant, well, Remnant makes me think of like the leftovers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Which is a series that I did not care for. <laughs> But people loved, well, the critics loved it. People didn't watch it so much, also on HBO. But, you know, anyway, yes. Uh, yeah, so we have, thank you for putting that together. It had not occurred to me yet. Uh, <laughs> so we have three episodes. There yes. are two more episodes allegedly coming in the spring. Oh, uh, I was wondering about that because they have to do some research. Uh, yeah, because a lot of, a lot of things alert. happened. Uh, yeah. So spoilers abound, guys. Like if you're watching Sorry. this, yeah. that's on you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is this is a post watch listen or watch. So, so many mediums. They yeah. they've been working on this documentary for a while. They did a lot of interviews, and then okay. in May of 2021, yes. uh, Gwen Shamblin, the subject of this documentary, was killed in a plane crash. Right. Yes. Um, and that which, threw a real wrench into the proceedings. It does it? Sure does. It sure does. I think they were thinking they would like take down the church, but then um, they all passed away. So um, I'm not even sure. Is it still functioning or did they close the doors for a hot minute? 
Uh, it is, as far as the documentary says, it is still functioning okay. with Gwen's okay. daughter now leading the charge. <gasps> right, who, right, 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 right. In the final moments of episode three, issues. you see her take the stage and I'm stepping into my mother's right. footsteps as I right. almost, yes, I always that. promised I would. And yes. she is dressed very much like a sister wife. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, that she, she alludes, although, you know, sister wife or... Um, whoever it was in uh, why can't I think of her name uh, in um, White Christmas? So sister wife eating disorder, you got to cover up. Got to cover up. You know, all the way Good to the neck. top. Now, yeah, that's yeah. apocryphal. Vera Ellen's neck was not destroyed by years of anorexia, but it's a <laughs> really good story. Uh, <laughs> yes. And I only bring um, up that she was yeah. dressed as a sister wife because it is in stark contrast to her mother who one talking head describes point. her look as strung out hooker. Right. Right. I do remember that she started, that wasn't always her look apparently, but she did, you know, develop into that. You know, they did make a comment about that. Yeah, no, it, it definitely. Um, and what it leads me to, it leads me down the path of getting more culty, not less culty. As soon as yep. you start like that, that attire, I don't know, makes me think of cults. Um, probably because a lot of them dress like that, but um, yeah, no, it is very. And I think, I, th I think, I think I would go ahead and, and call this a cult. And if you if you start controlling people in such a way, um, you know, I would not be surprised if the next steps if the daughter takes this church and moves it somewhere else, you know, more isolated, and says you have to live on on property and you have to that kind of thing. I would not be shocked if that was next steps um, because it is quite quite culty quite culty. And I, I say that out of extensive um, love reading and watching stuff about cults. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. That's, love me a cult. That, that's your gem. <sighs> I can't get into cults because I'm not a follower. And though I do have the charisma of a cult leader, I've been told. Very, you uh, would want to be the leader. I could, <laughs> I could not be bothered to care enough about people to manipulate them into doing my bidding. I would rather just well, do it true. myself. But that's that because I'm an Aries. <laughs> That's so, true. Yeah. No, I'm just fascinated by like cults and how people get manipulated in that way and how, you know, what are the steps that get them there? And I think you see that through this documentary of, okay, it started yes. like this and then it kind of grew to this and then it kind of grew to that. And that's kind of how it always happens. It's this leader who, you know, has this one thing that they're good at and they convince people that they're the best at it. And then it becomes something else and something else and something else. And then, you know, the power and the greed. One thing they did not get into about this um, church, and I'm sure it's in there somewhere, but I'm surprised that they didn't find this in some of their research yet or didn't highlight it, is the money. Um, like, where's the, like, I know they have, they have to pay for way down and they had to pay for things like that. So I'm assuming that that's why, where the money is coming from. But um, a lot of times there's that money link for cult leaders and they didn't really highlight that yeah. in the documentary or the docu-series. So, well, and a lot of the a lot of the docu series too is uh, consumed with the idea of is this a cult? Right. <clears throat> I think they're and trying to establish that. Yeah. All signs point to yes. 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 Spoiler alert! But before <laughs> it was a cult, before it was a church, mm -hmm. it was just a plucky Southern gal with a Hillary Clinton Arkansas wig. Yes. Oh, uh, I totally, I totally suit. thought, I totally thought the cover art. 
was a, was a joke. Like I thought that the cover art of the thing was like with her hair, that that was just like, oh, she had big hair and they like strung it. Like it no. looks like they strung it. You people who are listening cannot see my uh, my hands, but I'm like pull like pull, like an accordion. Like I was thinking, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, I was, uh, it is, it is not, it is a straight up picture that has not been photoshopped. It (gasps) is Madame Pompadour, but yeah, trashy, but trashy. Yeah. 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 Because it's like a little see-through-y, you know, like you can see that she's just teased it. Like we haven't done that. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't seem like a choice. It just seems like she kept going and (laughs) And didn't know where to stop. (laughs) And didn't know when to stop because there's no rhyme or yeah. reason to it. It's not a look. No. It's just no. hair piled on top of her head. Yeah. But before she anyway, reinvented sorry. her look, she was yeah. just uh, she was just a, a Southern woman who yeah. wanted God. She said that God came to her and said that he mm-hmm. wanted her to send a message to help people lose weight and to help people mm-hmm. subsume their addiction to food or any addiction right. uh, into an addiction to God, into yes. love for God. Yes, that was the transition. And she published the Way Down Diet, mm-hmm. and it was part Christianity, part portion control. Uh, <laughs> apparently, apparently, she had the God also gave her the insight that if you eat less, you lose weight. Yeah, uh, but insight. You know what? It's that. But then thing she took of, it to another extreme. <laughs> she really did. It's like <laughs> intermittent fasting. Intermittent yeah. fasting is just don't eat breakfast. Right. <laughs> yes. That's for all. And then don't eat for after all you dinner. Trendy, yeah. For all you trendy trenders who are like, oh, I'm on an intermittent, intermittent fast. I was like, oh, so you skipped breakfast? Okay. That's what you did. Because that's what you did. Yes. You just didn't eat at midnight and you didn't eat breakfast. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. And then you have lunch at noon and you eat but at love- dinner at eight and then you're done. But I love the rebrand. I think they did a great job on the rebrand of that, you know, of saying. I mean. You know, look, here's the thing about Gwen Chamblin and the Way Down Diet. Uh, it is a very well marketed, very powerful message right. that accomplishes a yeah. lot of the same things that AA does, which is put your faith in mm. a higher power. Mm. And okay. if you have a problem with overeating, if you have a problem with food and no, not knowing when to stop, then here's this one two punch that is fairly actionable. Sure. The weight sure, comes yeah. off, but you have to be disciplined enough to keep the weight off. And that's Correct. where things started to go off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, that was interesting. And I think that, uh, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't really follow some of the language that they used or some of the things that they, that the people said, the former members said about like feeling like they got, um, like pushed out because the weight came back on. I didn't, I didn't really follow that thread through the docu-series a lot. I mean, I think that I understand the pressure there, but I didn't hear a lot of that in Gwen's um, speeches, but maybe I missed it. Well, there is, well, very quickly. So Gwen Shamblin mm-hmm. creates this diet, becomes a huge mm-hmm. media sensation, best-selling right. book, giving tours. There are chapters of the diet throughout churches across the country. And then she realizes that there's more money to be made if she starts her own church. Right. Which, by the way, if things had played out out differently, she would be a girl boss who takes control of her empire and starts her own company and makes all the money that way. However, what Church of the Remnant very quickly becomes is a cult, Mm -hmm. which... 
uh, also preaches some not great child rearing pro uh, yes. uh, suggestions yes. that resulted yeah. in one couple being convicted of murder. Yeah. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Gwen's mm -hmm. whole thing is the best way that you can serve God is by being thin. Yes. And, and obedient. That really came through. I thought that this, this whole preaching of yes. obedience across the board, it was like, it was started with food, but then it was like, oh, and smoking and drinking and your husband. And I was like, Whoop! wait a second, back up one, excuse me, what? I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's... So then it got to be quite the, um, the controlling, if you did anything wrong, you just weren't praying hard enough and you weren't obeying the uh, yeah. remnant fellowship member who had to go off of her meds, her antidepressant meds uh -huh. and was locked mm -hmm. away. And her husband said, you're not trying hard enough. Yep. Yep. You deserve this. So they left her there. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. one who had a third child because they told her to go off birth control and then said, how'd you get pregnant? Yes. Go, go off like, birth control. Be sure you sleep with your husband. And then <gasps> you got pregnant. Shame on you. What? I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Now here's the thing. I did about like her. I love that she. I love that she shaved her head when she got out. I was like, that's right. I was like, get it. Oh girl. my god. <laughs> I amazing. mean, if I if I were a woman with hair <laughs> and then I escaped Gwen Shamblin, I would also just shave <laughs> everything off because that is. I want to get as far away from her as possible. Oh now, if gosh. it sounds like there are a lot of threads happening in this documentary, it's because it, there, there are. are. There are guys. There are just there too. There's. There's too many and I too just many. There too many threads and there's each thread. You're like, wait, that's interesting. Let's, let's stay on that. And then it's like, and let's go to a different thread. And I'm like, wait, or like her crazy husband. I'm like, we got to talk more about Joe. I'm like, it's like Joe it's needs his own episode. Joe who wanted to be a music, who wanted to be a singer After. and then married. First. And, yes. And then singer and then <laughs> reinvented himself as a minister. Right. With right. Gwen. Correct. Uh, their wedding looked insane. 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 Uh, but I mean, the, the best example for me of where this, of where the documentary series uh, left me feeling uh, unsatisfied is mm -hmm. we are we begin with the plane crash and then cut back and we are introduced to a couple whose daughter marries into the fellowship yeah and like right. very controlling behavior on the boyfriend's part she's got a mm -hmm. burner phone like very suspicious mm -hmm. behavior however this is before we know anything about gwen anything about the history of her career about the yeah. founding of the church so we're immediately launched into this couple's life without any kind of backstory and then yeah. they reappear periodically throughout the three episodes. But it is not a compelling narrative to open with when yeah. compared to the couple in Atlanta who were convicted of killing their son. Right, right. Which is the second child that died within a one-year span. Yes, yes. So And I learned this. House. I learned... And this is fairly indicative of the documentary where they want to spin all these, they want to keep all of these plates spinning in the air. Mm -hmm. However, they're also missing out on really, it's a Southern church. It's Southerners doing this. There's already yeah. a built-in weirdness. And I say that yeah. as a Texan. <laughs> uh, the, the Cobb County prosecutor in that murder trial, Casey. Yes. Gave her closing arguments two days before the murdered child's birthday and sang happy birthday to him in her oh, closing God. arguments. No. And I want you to no, picture no, 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 a prosecutor no. singing happy birthday acapella 
alone in a courtroom. Oh my gosh. That is intensely awkward. It's very awkward. And also I understand the impulse there and I understand like the, there's a chance to be really moving with it, but the, the, the level of vicarious embarrassment that must have also been present in that courtroom is high. Is high. Very, very high. Yes. I mean, I, yeah, I mean that, that does check out for DeKalb County, but anyway, and I say that as a Georgian. Um, so, (laughs) (laughs) um, but no, it's true. It's, it's like that, that case in and of itself is at the very least a single episode at the most its own docu docu series. You know, I think that that's something where they sort of, um, they don't dive deep enough. And I, it's one of those things where I'm like, if you're going to do a docu-series, take the time or docu-series that yeah. was like six parts or eight parts or something. And I'm like, I'm like, how did, like, we should have gone. I'm, I just, I'm more intrigued by this one. And I'm like, I want more of the, this crazy and like what happened. Well, and then are there other kids that are being abused or are there other, you know, it's like, yeah. So I, the, I, yeah. the remarkable thing about the documentary is how open and upfront the talking heads are, the people who Very have left true. the church. Helen they was are my favorite. Helen, which I, one review pointed out, Helen is one of the few black members of the church, but there's nothing about race in the documentary. There's nothing about what that interaction and the couple who were convicted of murdering their, yeah. of mm-hmm. beating their child to death were also yeah. black. And there's yeah. nothing about what that means as a black family in this predominantly white church. Sure, sure, absolutely, absolutely. In the no, south. I think yeah, in the south. I mean, there's a, you know, I would I would find yeah. And if it was a really, you know, if if that didn't matter, if that was part of the church narrative, like that's great. That should be highlighted. Of like, oh, and by like that race was never, you know, was really welcoming. And it's like, oh, okay, that's an interesting, you know, element. Yeah. Um, but I think that, yeah, that not being addressed and it just feeling really, really white. And then all of a sudden you're like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that there could have been a line in there about that. But Helen was my favorite, either that or the old cowboy. I forget what his name was. He was real great, too. But they I don't, don't hold, they're the not devil. holding back. <laughs> but I've, I've met Gwen Shamblin. She's real. <laughs> No, and even the babysitter who babysat for the couple. Yes, 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 yes. When she said that and was the last her, time I ever babysat, I was like, tell me about the other times. What else went on? Yeah. And so Gwen, Gwen wants you to be skinny for God. Right. Got it. Okay. Uh, Gwen also wants you, uh, wants your children to be extremely obedient. And she had, there was footage of her preaching to children where she says, if you do not obey your, you obey your parents on the first ask. Mm-hmm. If you obey on the second or third, you are making yourself into a God. And right. that is going to be a horrible after laugh for you. And it took me right back to being Southern Baptist <laughs> and going to church three times a week and Sunday school twice, twice a week. And the, the amount of nonsense that was poured into my ear, yes. uh, which I've successfully recovered from. Thank you for asking. Good job. Uh, <laughs> and there's also, there's just something so calmly terrifying about her in these moments because she, I think that Joe, her husband 
absolutely was in it for fame and to next level himself into whatever. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think she really believed it. I think that she fully believed everything that she was saying, which is horrifying and terrifying. Yeah. You know, she reminded me. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I was going to say, it reminded me of almost um, uh, Tammy Faye Baker when she, she really believed it. Like she was really believed it. Like it was crazy, but she really believed it. And you start to, and I agree with you on, with Gwen. I mean, I think she, she was not trying to, I didn't think, um, like suck money out of these people. I think she really believed that in order for God to love you, you have to be skinny. Full stop. Like, yes. Yeah. But I think a lot of people believe that. Right. Yeah, I guess. Oh. Uh, now God there is a moment where you do not, you do not, by the way, listeners, <laughs> you do I've, not. I've already checked it out with God. He's cool. It's just be you yeah. do the best you can uh, Fine. <laughs> on the same side. I will stay skinny, but uh, you don't have to <laughs> same side. Uh, like both sides of that coin. And, but I mean, there's, there's a moment yeah. where, and I, I can't remember if it's an interview that she gave or if it was during a deposition because spoiler alert, she gets deposed. Yeah. It's, but it's both. It's both. Okay, it looks like yes. she does it in an interview and then later during a deposition. Because there's that moment where she's, she's talking like, yeah. about concentration camps being great for your waistline. Oh, God. Just and the interviewer sense. says, are you comparing the mass murder of a race of people to the yeah. eating habits of middle Americans? And she's like, I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. She goes, well, yeah. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Well, no, Gwen. Well, no, no, Gwen. The answer is no, Gwen. I would never. <laughs> oh my God. There's so, and there's yeah. something. I mean, not to not to talk about the child abuse a lot because I think that that's. I think that the child abuse being kind of jammed into a portion mm-hmm. of an episode is yeah. a real misstep because I agree that's not to that doesn't do it justice and that no. doesn't really show you what a spell all of these people were under and how eager everyone was to just listen to somebody else's advice, which is what they were doing. But one of the things that Gwen really pushed was corporal punishment and beatings and suggesting getting a foot long glue stick, like a hot glue stick Mm -hmm. and using that as a cane as uh, to spank. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the most Southern thing I can think of. (laughs) Um. For all the youths, so there's this thing called a glue gun. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. You plug it into the wall, you put this clear glue stick in this back of this gun looking thing, it warms up, yep. you squeeze a little trigger, and this like oozy glue comes out that dries really quick, quickly and it dries hard. So what you do is when you're going, gonna go ahead and paper mache some wreaths, you get the paper mache in, you get your wreaths set, and then you just hot glue gun on some beads or whatever decorations you want. It's real simple, just be careful, you will burn yourself. But just be here, you just stick them right on there, just anywhere you wanna go, you just use your hot glue gun, and that's just what you do. And if and if you have lots of, if you're going to do a lot, you can buy a big glue stick and then you just keep pushing it in on the back a little bit each time. And then just mm-hmm. keep pushing forward and forward and you can get six or seven wreaths done with one glue stick. So, you know, it's and real handy. It's real handy. And to so bedazzle. Just, and bit, yeah. And bedazzling anything. Like if you do a little mm-hmm. bow for your daughter and you're going to put it in her hair, you just take that uh-huh. bow and you just put it, you just you do a hot glue gun on the top of a barrette and you just stick it right on there. And then you have yourself a little 
a little bow barrette for your daughter when you just do her hair before school. Mm-hmm. But that's also what this documentary <laughs> um, does not I used to wear address. lots of those. We had lots of blue guns. Thanks, Joni. <laughs> I loved my hair barrettes. I did. I know you made them all. They're all made from, from scratch. That's right. But that's that's, right. that is something this documentary does yes. not dig into, yes. which is the regionality of this yeah, church and true. how that informed Gwen and her, her sermons. Yeah. 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 And I think that that is, you know, that's absolutely, you know, a big part of that. And I agree with you that I think it's a misstep to not dive into that more and really get to the why and how that became part of the teachings and how that was so important to her and why and, you know, all of that. There's just a lot of extra depth there that I think that they um, just just kind of leave out. And I think... um, there's plenty of room for it. You know, there's another episode. There's another something you can you can yeah. do it. I don't think you're that limited, um, other than you know budget, time, the usual stuff. But, Those things. You know whatever. But there's something mm-hmm. even even being left unsatisfied and wanting more and knowing that there are two more episodes. So who knows what those two right, episodes right? Very true. Into Good point. Spring. Uh, the actual content is so weird. And it's yeah. weird, not in the way that most cults are weird, where you're like, wow, how did anyone fall for this? It's yeah. weird in very specific regional ways, like the glue stick yeah. thing. Yeah. Like comparing portion control to concentration camp starvation. <laughs> yeah. Like her, her hair yeah. and her entire style changing. Yeah. Where she's wearing mm-hmm. sleeveless, uh, mm-hmm. low cut dresses with micro skirts. Yeah. There's, and it's something that, unless you're from the South, I don't think that you register as Southern. Right. Yeah. No, no. I I think that's so true. And everything from, yeah, the makeup, the wardrobe, the, you know, I I think, I think it's very, um, the running your own church and still preaching subservience to your husband. Yes. That's very interesting. Well, and that's another thread that they don't dive into. Like they kind of dive into it when like the theology of the church. So they make a yeah. point that it's very, very um, unique in Christian religions and Christianity to have a woman lead a church. And it very much is. Um, it is very, very unique, very not common. And they could have dive, dove into that, I think, a little bit more as well of what was her teaching. And then they sort of glazed over the whole abandoning the Holy Trinity thing. And and I was like, so that technically would then just make her Jewish and like... Like that's not, so there are lots of things from like a theology standpoint that I think they could have dove into as well um, that were really not brought up. And, and again, the, how odd it is to have a woman running a church, particularly in the South, particularly. And then there's the, there's the cult expert talking head who somehow manages to minimize Gwen as a cult leader Yes. By calling her a little girl playing dress up and having a tea party and her uh, parishioners are her dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. I'm like, no. Mm-mm. Nope. She's Why just as evil. Why are you minimizing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is this? Oh, yeah. We're not, we, we can't take her seriously because she's a little petite firecracker. Yeah, that whole thing. No, you should. Like, yeah, no, you probably should, you probably should pay attention. Yeah, she's probably doing some crazy shit over there. You should probably, I don't know, take a note. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. But that I, there's just there's so much there's so much to the story, and there's so much in the documentary that is so 
tasty and shocking yes. in a way that yes. most cult documentaries mm-hmm. feel very one note to me. That's very true. That's a good point. But this one watching does have this, lots of interviews and lots of layers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so many different things. The fact that it started as a diet, which I'm obsessed with any diet. Like <laughs> I can See? talk your ear off about <laughs> all the cult diets. <laughs> The grapefruit diet, the Atkins diet, <laughs> like yeah, Scarborough diet, resulting in the murder. Poor Jean oh. Harris. Oh dear! All right, put a pin in that one. We need to. I need to hear more oh, yeah. about that. Oh, okay. Don't worry, it's coming up. Okay, excellent. So yeah, I guess Casey, my question mm-hmm. is: three episodes of The Way Down, which is HBO Max's uh, most watched docu series uh, premiere. It premieres yes. September thirtieth. Excellent. Very fun. Uh, Congratulations. The Way Down, Shocking, mm-hmm. Lurid, or Tawdry? I'm going to go Shocking. I'm going to go Shocking. I I'm going to go that, Shocking, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to go Shocking. Um, I think that I did not... The other thing, too, that I found interesting is, like, I did not know about this church. Like, this was yeah. all new news to me. I didn't know about this woman, Gwen, and da-da-da-da. So I was like, wait, this is happening? This is happening, like, now? What is going on? yeah. So I'm definitely going shocking on that. I think that there was um, a lot, a lot of things that came up that I was like, <gasps> yeah. There are very few things that surprise me. Uh, this one <laughs> consistently surprised me. So while I have qualms about the presentation yes. and about the the arc, the choices yes. made in composing sure. the arc, uh, in terms of sheer watchability, like yeah, it's three episodes. Yeah. Each episode is under an Do hour. It. Uh, we both zipped through it yesterday. Yeah, it was great. It was great. So highly recommended. And I'm excited about the follow-up docu-series that tries to outdo yes. this one. <laughs> but guys, if you watch it, comment, reach out to us, uh, because we're the yes. only two people that I know who have watched it. So apparently, please, but apparently talk lots about of people have. Someone. So yes, please do. Let us know what you think. <laughs> I, I want to know. We want to know. We want your thoughts. I know. I'm excited. Thank you.